Cold Storage is a podcast where each episode we pick a different story from the long history of comics and dissect and review it for your listening euphoria. Join us as we stumble our way through some of the most important storylines mixed with some of our favorites. Enjoy. Welcome back to another exciting new episode of Cold Story. What up, Ailes? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, losers? Yeah, just kidding. We're just uh, projecting um, our own feelings for ourselves on right. you guys. For sure. Yes. <laughs> if you actually uh, touch the dial to get to this podcast, just leave it. I think you'll find it amusing. Um, yeah, whatever dial you're using, <laughs> just keep on using that dial because it got you here. Yep. I'm Spencer, and we got uh, Ryan back again. <laughs> hey, everybody. Yep. He's... Thanks for the uh, starting that Kickstarter to get me back on the thing. I really appreciate that. The email campaigns. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's making he's making almost six figures for being here today. So, yep. Keep just it, one keep dollar it coming a day. in, babies. Thanks. <laughs> one dollar a day can supply clean water. <laughs> And to food and a bed to sleep in. And we need to start a fund for um, Callie, actually, because oh, uh, boy. Callie's been spending Ooh. too much money lately. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of got busted. Um, Do tell. So at lunch, I get this text with my name in all caps and question marks <laughs> and exclamation points. <laughs> and it said, what is this? And it was a screenshot of all my eBay purchases. It was a text from whom? The person that shall not be named. <laughs> Voldemort? Dude. What the hell? Why does Voldemort have your phone number? <laughs> Why are you texting that? A-hole. You kind of look like Voldemort. I know, actually. I do. Yeah, I, I do. It. I don't have a face on the back of my head. Is it? Does Voldemort have a face on the back of his head? I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it was somebody else's head that Voldemort was on the back of. It was... Uh, oh, okay. I forgot the guy's name, dude. Well, oh. I, in the second one, yeah, I just watched that with my boys. Um, Tom Riddle, yeah, that's mm, right. I wonder if there's a mystery involved. Keep writing. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, very subtle rowling. <laughs> Tonight you're going to hear about really good writing, but uh, <laughs> until that time, um, yeah. So I got busted. So pretty much. So she sent I'm, you a screenshot. She she saw your bank account and she's like, "What the freak is going on here?" Yeah, yeah. and I was like. I just wrote back in tiny letters, comics, sorry. <laughs> and so... Uh, Tell the people uh, some of the stuff you've gotten and uh, how much you spent, please. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> Let's just say I got Forever People number one, Forever People number two, some... And it's going to be forever until you're able to buy your <laughs> comics. It's true, dude. It's yeah, true. Right. <laughs> oh, and then right after I tell her I'm not buying anymore for a while... I get this Amazon alert like, oh, tomorrow you'll be receiving this Shazam collected edition. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> and then uh, and then you wanted to buy a... A Batmobile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's not talking about a toy. No. No, a legitimate, a legitimate Batmobile. 
And I, I got this lead on what I thought was one. And then I go to look at it, and it's a freaking black Camaro. And I'm, or a uh, Corvette. It's just a black Corvette with black no Corvette. Batman symbols or anything anywhere. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, thanks for the heads up, but you don't know what I'm talking about. Dude, you could totally buy one of those uh, Batman like uh, license plate frame things for it. I should. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's a Batmobile. Dude, I could put that on put my car now. Put a sticker on the side <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. This is the Batmobile. Yeah. Um, so, and then what did she this say when you wanted to buy a Batmobile? This must be pretty good that you guys got rolling in. <laughs> she, well, yeah. The thing is, it's not, we can't both buy a Batmobile. <laughs> is it, one of us is going to take yeah. the hit for the other. So. That's right. Um, so she, when I went to talk to her about it, she like because I didn't know it wasn't a Batmobile until later. So in the meantime, I'm trying to convince her to let me buy a Batmobile. And she gets furious with me. Because you guys, I literally well, half an hour earlier, I said I won't spend more money on comics for a while, and then a half hour later, it's like, "Can I buy a Batmobile?" <laughs> she thinks I'm the dumbest piece of garbage ever. So, um, dude, here's the deal: is like you're acting like you just stumbled into the once in a lifetime opportunity to buy a Batmobile. I could go on eBay right now and find a Batmobile, dude. They got a million of those things. How much? Dude. For how much? Go, well, I'll find it, dude. You entertain the listeners. I can't spend money on eBay anymore, though. For a while, Batmo bike. <laughs> Batmo bike. I I just missed. I want one of those. It. Yeah, Batmo bill. Okay. I have a few Batmobiles, but I can't fit in them. I bet I can afford drive. a Batmo bike. <laughs> dude, you That'd should. Be awesome. You should yeah, look be awesome. Yeah. Um, slot cars? No. No, we don't want a slot yeah. car. Uh, oh, the actual... that just reminded me. When I was a young boy, mm-hmm. we we my parents just bought me this like crappy pure white huffy kind of thing but i put like remember those puffy stickers that were big back in the oh area? yeah i had some marvel puffy stickers that i put all over it and like made it in this awesome marvel avengers bike, bike. yeah it's awesome oh, it you guys ever times. put like the cards in the spokes yeah make it like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that noise oh man oh that just brought up some bad memories of, of we used to come up Oh, this is like some serial killer shit. I shouldn't, I shouldn't even talk about this. But you used to come with the most ingenious tortures for grasshoppers, yeah. like involving like bikes and stuff like that. Or like oh, putting man, it's uh, not good. cats into like a uh, no, no, we love, pillowcase and we like love hit cats. with a baseball bat. What? Jesus, Kelly. No, man, <laughs> I'm just talking about grasshoppers. <laughs> oh, I was thinking. Or like, but no, we did like grasshopper genocide around oh, yeah. our, back when we were kids. That's because we were overrun. My but. my son picked up like an ant the other day and moved it off of the driveway because he didn't want us to accidentally run over it. Oh dude. man, yeah. what a sweet boy! Um, dude, you can get a uh, the Batmobile, the tank Batmobile for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. So. <laughs> hey, does oh, it come man. with that lady? Thanks. That's right there. <laughs> it's a twenty twenty replica. Is that what it says? Yeah. So just get that, dude. All you got to do is do a $2,000 deposit, and it says it's yours, hmm. dude. Yeah. So maybe you should look into that. Um, yeah. Anybody want to loan us $750,000? <laughs> oh, let's see, dude. Uh, there's a... Oh, dude, there's a... Um, probably... What is this? Val Kilmer one? This one is only oh, yeah. seven. This is only seventy thousand, dude. Kelly, dude, that's not I don't bad. want the Val Kilmer version. Is there a sixty-six? It's a cool car. Is there a sixty-six? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm only finding toys right now. Um, even in the actual like car section. So fiberglass Dang. freaks has Actually, a base model. 66. I think it has a hundred and two thousand, and it's like a fuzzy. It's not even the shiny. Uh, 
It's like matte or something? No, it's like fuzzy. It's like mean? uh felt's not the right word. What's the it's like a it's like an actual fuzzy like like black material. velvet kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Really? And then the next step up is yeah, is the shiny gloss and that's like I think it's like 200 and then they just keep going up from there and like they have this ultimate edition. I kind of want a black velvet. Bad yeah, bill. No, that'd be I know. Exactly. That'd be rad. It's only 100,000, but I'm not going to be able to afford that crap. Yes, you can, dude. No, only can't. because you're a few more of these that podcasts, person will be you. fine. Yeah. Dude, would you be able to get tires for that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> dude, what what would you look up, dude? If you were going to order somebody rolled in with like a 66 velvet Batmobile, <laughs> what what would you look up tire-wise for that? Oh. It'd probably run like a like a 205 65 15 or something wow, like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dude, this is why this guy's Mr. Manager. You yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, get some Can you imagine sweet Oh, wouldn't you love to see Callie's face? If a Bat- 66 Batmobile pulled up. Dude, I and Mr. Manager I don't know what I would out. do. I would like lay on the car, dude. <laughs> dude. You can't Make leave. It. Yeah. I would hump the tailpipe, dude. <laughs> um if you had any replica cars come in, dude, to get their tires changed? No. No? No replicas. There's Just some sports cars and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You ever changed the Lambos tires? Ooh. I, I changed tires on a... It was a Corvette with a body swap of you a... You mean a Batmobile. With of a, a Batmobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, it was, so it was a Lamborghini body swap onto a Corvette. So like it looked huh. like a Lamborghini, but it was actually like everything was Corvette. Oh, that's weird. So wait, the inside was a Corvette? Like the engine the and the frame and everything was Corvette, but it oh, had like weird. a Lamborghini body. So it was, because huh. you can get these kits online oh. hmm. to make your car look like a different type of car. Huh. Well, that's not that cool, dude. It's not. Yeah. No, it was like a replica. <laughs> um, a Lotus. I don't know if you guys know what Lotuses Ooh, are. Yeah, yeah, I worked man. on a Lotus before. Oh. Yeah. Um, what Maseratis. About, what about nice. a Ferrari? No, I never, worked. well, actually I take it back. Salt Lake. I worked on a Ferrari. The guy's tire was unrepairable, and he was pissed because I I wouldn't like he had to basically call a tow truck to, to take <laughs> it Ferrari. because his oh, wow. his tire was destroyed. But yeah. yes, I I have worked on a Ferrari. I thought you guys could basically handle any job like that's well. If, if the tire's system. not there, I can't like. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you say we get into our review? Let's do it, Ryan. Okay, this today's this morning's whatever your whatever time of day it is for you. <laughs> this review is Batman Year One. What? Yes, like I know. the Batman Year One. Yes, yeah, right on. Like, I like by that book. Frank Miller, the American version of Alan Moore, <laughs> if you will. Um, I don't mm. know about that, dude. Oh, okay. I, I think for like a, maybe a couple years. Yeah, <laughs> there's a good like five years he was uh, Alan Moore status. Alan Moore isn't even Alan Moore status anymore, but uh, but you forgot one really important person is David Mazzucchelli. David Mazzucchelli is I would almost incredible. Say, I would say equal equal footing, probably. Like I can't tell which one made this. Like it's a perfect blend, actually, Dude, of story would, and art. I'm Team Mazzucchelli all the way on Dude, this book. I, but think about how well this book is written, dude. Like oh, so there's great. a couple things I, I we'll get into. It. I actually favor this much more over Dark Knight Returns. I, 
I do too. Yes. But I think even the writing is better. Yes, the writing, the the artwork, everything. But the writing is more reined in and it's more... um, it's more of a straightforward, awesome story where Dark Knight Returns is a little bit schizophrenic, dude. To, like, yeah. it's kind of all over the place. It's great, but uh, this is just like the fact that he did these, like, essentially back to back is insane. Dude, he was killing it, dude. That, like I said, that five years of him was insane because he also did uh, Daredevil: Born Again with Mazzucchelli, right? Which was freaking this uh, same level, uh, like, and he was just popping these things out and. 300 was good before the movie ruined it too and that was like a few years after this but right um yeah i mean he was on he dude that's pretty, one of the pretty insane that's one of like the falls of like the biggest fall in comics good creators as far as how good they were to how bad they got like yeah and it happens to all of them and it and it it's, seems he, to. he got objectively bad it wasn't like where somebody is just like oh, i don't care for their stuff like a lot of musicians you know they'll they'll change like bands will change the way that they do music they're still technically a good band but they're just not for you that's not the case with frank miller that is so funny to hear you say that because <laughs> we have a mutual friend named ben that sent me a marco polo and he was like so what's the deal with Frank Miller? Why do people love Frank Miller so much? And so like I, I explained that and I equated him to Metallica. Oh really? Yeah. I was just like, there there he did this this series of work um that is just unfuckwithable. Mm-hmm. Like it's just amazing. But then he had this whether it was hubris or the money or what have you kind of got to his head he took himself too seriously well, and he was like uh, became alcoholic. a huge alcoholic yeah. True, yes yeah same with metallica and <laughs> and like and and so and ever since then they've been coasting on their reputation and putting out just inferior shit that kind of harms their reputation in a lot of ways but when you go back to these this stuff it's just oh man it's just so good yeah no it really it's like yeah, I mean the hype is real behind it. Sure, like, right. The, like this, reading it, I'm just like, dude, this is it. Still holds up. This was written like what 25 years ago, right? And it still holds up. Like I, it's been a long time since I read this. Like probably 20 years. Or same, so. same yeah. here. And dude, when I was reading it, it felt new again. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is written so damn well. But is is new Batman stuff? Isn't even close to this good. It's garbage. Oh yeah, no. Let's it's just like, be. Let's yeah. be I, frank. I, I even like. <laughs> sorry, <Damn. laughs> dude. You just won the night. That Damn. Was awesome. Sorry, that was a bad. I didn't even dude. hear it. Bad pun. He said, "Let's be frank." Like, uh, nice. No, but like, yeah, his his, it's garbage. His yeah, mom. I mean, it's not even close. Anything is. Yeah, tried to do. Uh, I hear that the yeah. Master Race is okay. The Dark Knight Three or whatever it is. I hear that's that it's that's all what right. I'm talking about. Master Race, Dark yeah. Three. Yeah, I, I didn't read it. Like I, 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 I read two, and that stopped me cold. Well, from... First of all, that was written by committee too. Like, I, I mean, he did write the main one, but mm-hmm. like it was a big overarching thing, right? There were spinoff books, and they they had DC Comics retreats about how this was going to go. Like, okay, this wasn't just. So it's not really Frank. The, I mean, it it is, but it's Frank like under somebody else's supervision you know like he he was edited on this you know like it wasn't that's, that's good yeah and, and and also he's gotten sober over the last couple of years too so and i think that that's helped and actually okay. uh 
Neil Adams helped out a lot with that. Neil oh, Adams, cool. All um, right. Helped to get Frank Miller like sober and stuff, which is pretty cool. So, because that Dark Knights, what is it? Strikes Again, yeah, the Dark Knights too. It's garbage. Oh, that oh, is so one of the well, worst I think things. They learned their lesson. Yeah, I think they 100 percent learned their lesson yeah. on that because they're like, we let Frank Miller do whatever right. he wanted, and it was like it was. And the All Star Batman was freaking garbage as well. It's beautiful to look yeah. at though, Jim Lee, <laughs> it's but. Oh boy! There's a couple of high points that, like, I love in that book when he's trying to when he runs into Green Lantern. Oh and yeah, so he paints that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> All right, that's pretty. Funny. It is good, but uh, yeah, it's few and far between, like for sure. Um, I, I do like one thing I like about that book too is that like how crazy it is. Uh, he made um, Batman seem really off his hinges, right? Uh, yes. But it is pretty crazy to get a kid whose parents had just died <laughs> yeah. and then say, hey, let's go out and fight crime. Like, yeah, right. He's cashing in <laughs> on the fact that this kid just saw his parents killed uh-huh. before his eyes to get this kid to fight his cause. And it's insane. And he, and I I do like that they do kind of go into that. It's just like, that's true. nuts in this. But. I'm the goddamn Batman. Yeah. Isn't that a yeah. line? That's oh, like yeah, a legitimate just, yeah, line. It's like the... third page. Like, yeah. Like Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But let's talk about when he was good. <laughs> That's right. Well, and uh, yeah, we were talking about David Mazzucchelli. And oh, dude, man, I the only thing that really bums me out is that Mazzucchelli didn't do that much work after this, dude. Right. Like, like he did like a couple of things and then he just went away for a long time and he came back. He's done a couple of solo projects. Yeah. The, what was it called? The Asterius Polyp. Thank you. Yeah. Man. That one... That's freaking brilliant, and it's a completely different style than what this is. Hundred yeah. um, percent. And he, uh, there's a couple other ones. There's one with the word rubber in it, but not like you're thinking, Cal. Rubber ducky. Uh, that may have been it, actually. That may have been it. No actually. way! Shut up, dude. <laughs> I'll have to look it up, but I've never read it. But uh, yeah, when I was going back to see him, because as I'm reading it, I'm like. This guy is so good oh, at comics. Man. Why has he not done more? But he's like a teacher and stuff. He's so, a master of yeah. the craft, man. Like he teaches at a university now. So, so it. Sure. This is, well, if if you don't mind, I'm gonna talk a little bit Please about do. about my for. my history with this book. So I I bought the first two issues when they were released. Uh, four oh four and four oh five, right? Rubber blanket. Sorry, is that it's it? called Rubber Blanket? Is his book? Okay. Oh wait. Yeah, is that it? Rubber, yeah, that is. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I, when I was a little kid, I would have been ten, I guess, because I bought <laughs> when I was nine, I guess, I bought Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> from, but then when I was ten, I guess, I bought four hundred four and four hundred five, um, the first two issues of this. It's four four issues. Um, just bought them at the newsstand at our local grocery chain, Harmons. I remember buying them. I remember we, so we live in Utah. We drove to New York. I was, I was in the back sitting on top of luggage. (laughs) Dude, uh, you got to love the 80s. Those were the days. And I had, I brought these two issues and a Conan issue. I got the Superman superpowers action figure. And that's what kept me entertained. Dude, that sounds like the best trip ever, dude. Like that. It was sounds, so awesome. Dude. That sounds <laughs> like, dude, if you have that stuff and you're besides that age, besides sitting on luggage and yeah. counting all the dead animals and crying <laughs> about that, uh, besides that, it was fantastic. Uh, but but any anyhow, um, so so I I had those two issues. 
a, a year or two later, they put out um, uh, a trade of it, which I I got because I was super excited. I was like, oh man, now I can finally know the rest. Um, so anyway, and, and I read it just endlessly over and over and over yeah. again. And But I don't, just like you, I don't think I've read it in 20 years or more. And um, going through it, I didn't have quite the, uh, when we interviewed, or I'm sorry, when we reviewed <laughs> uh, Son of the Demon, like there was like a visceral gut reaction right. to seeing some of that stuff. I didn't have that with this, but I was able to appreciate it. What most blew me away um, in going through this trade um, was the art. I could not believe yeah. how good, how beautiful this is. And since I haven't looked at it in 20 years or more, um, what I was surprised about was like, um, uh, Francisco Francavilla yeah. has... It is a lot like his Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Uh, I, I get also... He has gotten yeah. so... He has ripped off this area era of Mazzucchelli. It feels like... um Yeah. So um, hard. Sean Phillips a little bit too. Uh, from oh, Criminal. yeah. I okay. Get, but I, as I was reading it, I yeah, I was like, that. I thought that that exact same thing. I was like, yep, Francesco and uh, a little bit of Sean Phillips. Like, Sure. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But yeah, that's interesting, dude. I felt like it's funny. I felt like the exact same way when when this came out. Um, I didn't buy it on single issues, but I bought the trade like a year or two after the single issues came out. And I remember liking the art, but not loving it back then. Like yeah, like it because back then I was into like uh, Todd McFarlane was probably one of my favorite artists at the time, and uh, Frank Miller. I love Frank Miller's stuff too. And I saw this, and I'm like. Oh, I was. I remember being really bummed that Frank Miller didn't draw this, you know. And I'm mm. like, it's just like a. In my mind, I was like, yeah, this is just like a less good Frank Miller, is what I remember thinking. <laughs> Can you imagine if Mazzucchelli did Dark Knight Returns? If you no, drew dude. that, yeah, dude, get out. Insane. But but as I was reading it this time, I was just like, my mind was blown at how good, yeah, he is. Like. Just the simplicity of his line, like it is like, so beautiful. You get Holy like this, him doing Gordon's face, and it's just like simple lines. This is actually one I remember looking at. And you just see these two big lines just going down his face, which, mm-hmm. like it, it shouldn't work to me, but it it just it yeah. does so well. Like there are the wrinkles on his face, and his eyes are just squinty, and like, and there's even his mustache that the the that's what I really love is his economy of line. Like he doesn't go overboard, which. You know, when I was first getting into comics, the more lines, the better. Yeah, back exactly. Then. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. You had your um, like Art Adams kind of started going right. into that stuff, and then you had your Image guys and things, and that's what I was all about. But this is just like, yeah, he just right. puts just enough that you need to see what's going on, and and his use of blacks and things are just amazing. His Batman is so freaking <sighs> the design. Dude, do they make one of those black, Batman been, black and whites no, of his? No, I look to see if they have, and I, I think they have like an official like real statue, like but the not the mini one? ones. Yeah, because like as I was reading this, I'm like, dude, they better make a like a Batman black and white of him because yeah. his Batman is just one thing I love about his Batman is it looks like a guy in a suit, but he's still heroic looking. It's right. not like. Um, it's not sometimes you see like for example Frank Quitely does a guy that looks he'll when he draws he looks like he's a guy in a suit but uh but sometimes like the suit is just so wrinkly that I'm just like not um super into it but this looks like a guy in a suit but he still looks heroic and and he'll yeah. show expression in, in Batman's face like 
like he will change the eyes um, to show expression, and I think that that's really cool too. So, um, my uh, you guys are throwing me off because you guys are having your own side little We're conversation. Yeah. To you. you guys should talk on the mics. <laughs> no man. Yeah. You no, know, you said that his Batman design, like you said, is like a dude in a suit, it's and it's like so no good. armor, no nothing. It's just like spandex and a man. Yeah. And and like you said, when when uh, he changes the expressions just by like moving the eyes a certain way and the mouth a little, you can see what Batman. Dude, what what you were saying is it was a dude in a costume, and and that's what I wish that like they would make a movie. With this, I, Batman Begins had a lot of this in it, mm-hmm. um, but he still was super armored up and stuff. Like, right. yeah. And it, what I love about this is he wasn't, and he was an amateur, dude. Yeah. Like, they didn't show any of that really in Batman Begins, no, dude. Right. And, and his costume in the Nolan movies sucks. Yeah. Right. Let me yeah. let me be frank again. <laughs> with his his head that's like two feet wide, right. he can't even move his stupid neck. Come right. on, well, man. And the thing RoboCop is, is, is costume. They were, they were overthinking <laughs> that. That's the thing is yeah. they were overthinking it. And they, they missed what made him be Batman. Batman was awesome because in the comics at this time because he was just a guy in a costume. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. he wasn't Iron Man, but you know, like he wasn't Robocop. He right. he gets takes some bullets in this and <laughs> because he's stupid and he doesn't know <laughs> yeah. he, he just makes some dumb calls in this. Right. Yeah. And I I wish that they would make like I, they made a cartoon that, that it was like okay it was okay yeah was right. but if they made a, like like a Batman Begins type movie and maybe the Robert Pattinson movie maybe that's what they'll do maybe I don't know they would be smart to do this in the next uh, Batman movie just make him like show that he's actually learning I, I I actually liked Batman Begins when it came out like I really loved all the non Batman costume stuff like the Raja Ghul stuff and like, yeah. stuff like that and the and the Falcone stuff. I liked, but yeah, if you show him like trying to be a hero and then just taking a bullet or like almost getting somebody killed because he yeah. goes down and there's this one awesome scene where he goes down and there's these three thugs that are about to steal something. And it's when he's first in the costume, mm-hmm. right? And he goes down and he fights him yeah. and this one dude gets knocked over and he's grabbing him and he holds yeah. him by the foot. Meanwhile, the other two dudes are beating the shit out of him right. yeah. and he's trying not to let go of this yeah. guy. Yeah. Like, to me, that was written so well because that's like the coolest scene because like, it would just I be love like, that scene. Yeah. It, it would be the shittiest predicament to be in right now because you want to be a hero and now you found yourself in this predicament where right. you're getting the shit beat out of you yeah. and you're trying not to let this guy die. Right. And, uh, Dude, one of my, like, probably one of my three favorite panels in this thing is after he's done with that scene. And he's laying down. And he's laying down on this fire escape. Yeah. And you've got the three dudes knocked out around him, and he's just laying on top of him. Yeah, he's, like, Like, exhausted. Exhausted. That is so freaking cool to me, dude, because you never see... This is what you would expect to see Batman be doing in his first year, right? He's... You know, like the Batman Begins made him seem like he already knew it. Like Raja Ghul taught him everything he right. ever needed to know. But this is like, how could he prepare for this scene but be in something like this? And now he knows next time to be smarter about this. Right. And but just seeing his exhaust, exhaustion, just laying like on a fire escape, just so yeah. cool, dude. Man, the, it's uh, Spence. I am so glad that you said that and you had the same thing. Because yeah, when I was younger, man, I I liked this art. Yeah. I liked it. Right. But I didn't love it. And now, reading it again after all these years, like this panel that Kelly's looking at right now, where, where Batman fa- is falling, so jumps much. down yeah. on a police yeah. car. They're shooting at him, and, this, and, and, and the, 
the narration at the time is uh, Detective Flass. He's like saying, we shot him for sure. And like the bullets just went right through him. But it shows it going through his cape. But just the pose of that and just the art in this. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of the most beautiful Batman, mm-hmm. like visually, one of the most beautiful Batman books yeah. I've ever well, seen. And it's the lighting. I mean, the the like everything about it is just so just every so this is a good thing. time to get into this so yeah, right, into yeah. the coloring so uh-huh. dude let me show you that yeah. panel you were just looking at okay. in the original comic dude so this is uh the original comic oh yeah okay. and yeah. uh so different it's it's colored completely different so this panel batman's jumping down onto a car and his cape's up in the air people are shooting at him and there's like He's trying to... I forgot what's actually happening. Oh, yeah. This is where Flask is, right. is telling about his, when he first saw the Batman. And um, in the original comic, it's just two colors. It's just like a really light yellow, creamish color, and then just bright a red. really bright red. Um, this was in the originals. When yes. they went and recolored this for the trade, they took all of the bold colors out of this for the most part. Like They, mm-hmm. they, they made it like a sepia-toned comic. Uh, There's a lot of browns. Yeah. Um. I actually prefer this red and yellow one so like to the way that it was recolored in the trade. Um, I just think that like for this particular panel, mm-hmm. it works so much better. Um, I I just uh, it's more of like a pop art feel to it, I guess. Uh, so what's interesting is this was colored by Richmond Lewis. Yeah. Uh, um, Richmond Lewis was actually David Mazzucchelli's wife. It's a girl. Uh, it's okay. his wife. Is that yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. She re- she did both recolorings. She did this one she and, did the, them both. and the wow. trade. Yeah. It is 100% different. It's amazing yep. that she would change her own work that much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So she um she said so when uh, they, when these this could was, not be any more different. So the way that um comic book printing works is you have your um CMYK coloring. So cyan, yellow, magenta and black. And you have to do color separations. So the way these were done back in the day, they had to color do the color separations manually, and so you, your range of colors was less. Um, the trade that was printed a year later was yeah. done with what's called full process coloring. So you have basically you go from like less than a hundred possible colors uh, in the original to basically millions of color possibilities right. um, for this one. So that's why. When they did this, they had the opportunity to um, go full process color. So she recolored everything from scratch. Like, yeah. Like every single page is recolored. Um, some of it's not that different, but but some of it is. Some of it, yeah. They'll change something different. that's blue to red, like right. completely. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So the what that what mm. I think is interesting about this because we we've done episodes where we have talked about recoloring. This one is so much better. The original right here on yeah. this one. Dude, there's a couple of these. I think the original is better, but then, uh, but there's definitely more of a mood in the yes. reprinting um, that, the that continues yeah. out throughout the whole thing. Uh, but what I thought was interesting is because it was the same person recoloring. There's not as many bad choices as you see, you know, when you see other stuff that's recolored, right? Uh, because they weren't there to the at the beginning. They they they're just color, recoloring what they think that this thing should have been and but because hmm. it was the same person and it was only probably from the time she had colored this to the other one maybe three years i would say so it wasn't that far so she still knew kind of what Even they were less going than for. that and like and, a year or two and she's well that's when they were actually released but you but i'm assuming that 
when oh, they did it the yeah, first time yeah, because they right, had to do right. all the original art. It probably took like I would say three years or something yeah, that's to true. probably draw. Good point. Because um, they didn't need to redraw it for the reprint; true. they just recolored it. Um, but um, yeah, I what I, that's what I think is really interesting. I I don't actually hate the recoloring of this one. It's just different. Yeah. And uh, so now back then, this uh-huh. and this this trade was released in '88. So back then, for her to recolor all this stuff, would it have been manual or uh, computer? No, it was all watercolor. Yep. So she had to recolor everything from the beginning with watercolor. Holy crap! So, so I, I guess I just don't know about enough about the production of comics. So she had the original art, and so would she then, let's say, for the original comics? Would she then cover color over a copy? So, so I'm showing you a picture Not now the of art. her actual colors. For this is for the recoloring okay. that she did. So, um, so what she would do is she would uh, probably light box it. So she would probably put the the original line work on a light box, um, right. and then she would paint, put her paper that she was going to do her colors on top of the original line work and then she would just do just her colors so like i'm showing ryan right now a picture of her recoloring that she did and it's literally just there's no lines on it at all yeah, there's it's, no right. but characters it, or but anything. it is um it is painted like you can tell yeah. that there was a paintbrush involved on hmm. this um so yeah so she had to go through and redo all this stuff where she'd already done this once before but she did it more simply before with a less with less uh, yeah. colors um Hmm. One thing that's hmm. interesting too is uh, in the reprint edition, um, the so between the time that let me get to this issue between the time that they had done you're right there. Oh, am I? You were right there, right here. Okay. Well, so go back one page. Uh, check this out. Bill, Bill Cosby says, Dude, you can't send you, send money, American Red Cross. In the Red original Cross. issue, in the second issue, 405, I think, oh is that boy. what the second one is? 405? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, there's a Bill Cosby Red Cross ad, and it says, Bill Cosby says, if you can't oh, send you, send money. How the Which, mighty have fallen. <laughs> Bill Cosby and Frank Miller. <laughs> Dude, Red Cross is probably doing everything they can to erase the fact that they had Bill Cosby as a spokesman. Oh, boy. Um, so, uh, where was this page at? Okay. Um, I don't know if this is a good one. Let me see if I can find a different one. So, uh, when, when you send something to a printer, um, you have what's called a bleed. Um, where the bleed is where the page gets cut off. So when you do your artwork, you have to do it larger than you actually intend for it to be printed. Right. Um, and I don't know if it's because when newsprint came, when the new way of printing came around, the the bleed could be smaller. But it, but if you look at the reprint version oh, compared yeah. to this, look at that. if you look at the sides of the actual uh, story, uh-huh. it goes farther. Like see how oh, this yeah. driver, you can see his hand in the right. reprint, but you can't see his hand in yeah. the original issue. And you only see this on the ones that go to the edge. Okay. of the page um like these ones that don't go to the edge they're going to be the same sure but but yeah when they hmm. you have what's called a bleed like i said and so when they cut the page when they trim the page to fit the comic book size you have to uh, when you're when you're 
the artist, you have to allow enough space that's not very important to be possibly cut off. Okay. But when the trade came out, um, yeah, you had more, you had more room to, um, I, I guess show more art. So I thought that that was pretty interesting. Yeah. This next page. Um, wow. That's really been highly recolored as well. Yeah. So like right here, you see uh, in this page, you can barely see Batman's cape in the original, Uh, but like his cape goes like quite a bit farther, um, in the reprint. So I thought that that was like an interesting Mm. difference between because it's so like the reprint you're actually seeing more stuff than what you're seeing in the original so wow yeah so i thought that was pretty interesting and so fascinating um now uh with all that callie has a different version of the comic that was printed quite a bit later than our reprints um so the standard for printing back in the day when this was when this first um collected edition was printed was 300 dpi so dots per inch when, when you print something, it just prints a bunch of little dots. Right. Um, but the standard became 600 dots per inch. So what ended up happening in this reprinted version, number one, they printed on glossy stock. Um, the one that was printed like 10 years or later. Um, right. was printed on glossy stock. And because the DPI had gone up, they actually took the colored pages and just put it into Photoshop and blew it up, just doubled the resolution. Okay. Whenever you do that to an image in Photoshop, it blurs it out like crazy. So you what they, what ended up happening is you get these really, especially where there's textures in the colors, it's just like this really fuzzy type of texture. In fact, you can, exactly what we're talking about on Batman's lower half of his face, if yeah. you look at that closely, it's just like right. a fuzzy... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's fuzzy. And so, yeah, that really sucked. And and uh, actually, David Mazzucchelli came out publicly on the internet talking shit on this because he's he was saying, you know, they didn't even take any, like, they didn't even care about it. They're just like, let me just take this art and blow it up, double the resolution, and get it all, like, fuzzy and pixelated. And yeah. so, dude, I see this Again, a lot. Again, Callie's got the, I know, he's got the wrong version, dude. With <laughs> so, get with it, Callie. Um, Man. The one thing that uh, bugs me about this is, dude, DC will do this all the time. I, maybe Marvel does too, but I read the DC app. You know, they got their comics right. on there. The colors on there for the older comics always suck because that's what they're doing is they're just taking the colored pages, doubling. You can't do that. You, with, a di- with a digital image, you, can't, you can reduce something um, and have the image still be fine, but blowing it up... Photoshop has to basically say, I got to right. add new pixels in here. What color should I make these pixels be? And uh, when you do that, that's what gives you this like fuzzy look to it. Hmm. And so okay. uh, Mazzucchelli would come out. Yeah, he would come out um, online publicly and just say, he actually said, if you've already bought this, send it back to DC and get your money back. He was he would oh, say wow. stuff like that. He hated it so bad. But um, like not that long ago i can't remember what happened but whenever the absolute batman year one came out mm-hmm. they actually um redid it again really so, yeah so they rescanned uh that's what it is they 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 didn't recolor it but they rescanned the original colors so the the colorist went in and you can scan something if you scan it into the computer at 600 dpi that's what it will print at and it won't look fuzzy oh so, hmm. so, but because this was scanned in at 300 DPI and they just blew it up to 600 DPI, um, yeah, like it's going to be fuzzy, but the, they actually went in, rescanned in the line work, they rescanned in all the colors and 
they the I really want this actually. I just was reading about it today, but the Absolute Edition has two hardcover books in a slipcase, and they have like the original um, recolored version uh-huh. uh, that that was in the trade, and then they have another one. It's the same book, but it's the new coloring. Uh, so it's like both of them with oh, both different man. types of coloring. Oh, that of sounds it. beautiful. Yeah, Holy crap. I was looking it up, and it was like damn. Amazon, I wish I I wish I didn't know that. I know. On Amazon, it's like eighty-five bucks. I was like, uh, still cover price is over a hundred. Yeah, but I was like, oh, dude, I want this so bad because yeah, they because Mazza Kelly was coming out so publicly and talking shit on this forever and telling people to not buy it. It's cool that they actually did right by him because they didn't have to. Do you see? It's Batman Year One. It's gonna sell anyway. Yeah. But they went back and they did it upright, which is really cool. That is cool. And, and it's not on glossy paper either. Like it's it's on oh, like really? a, a matte paper what how many freaking editions of this are there so many, you know yeah. <laughs> dude how many we showed up yeah. tonight uh, we didn't know this but we all showed up tonight with <laughs> yeah. different trades of this book yeah <laughs> so uh but yeah all these trades have the same um coloring for the most part except for well actually Callie's is the one that's newer that they had um done at 600 dpi hmm. but uh yeah that, like this whole thing was fascinating actually um reading about this and i bet you the absolute goes into like they probably have like a text piece oh man goes into coloring. crap yeah. i might I, have to get that stupid thing <laughs> i read a text piece that he did in the comics journal um back uh when the when the first or no maybe it was when callie's oh no it was when this first one came out and they were talking about the reasons why they went and recolored it for the for the first trade but yeah, it was another website that I saw him like commenting mm-hmm. on a post about the recoloring of the ten year later one. I'm gonna have to read up on that. Yeah. So Richmond Lewis, I don't know if they're still together. I would say the chances are probably around fifty percent if you go by the divorce rate in America. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope so, dude, because they work so well together. Like the dude, it, the coloring is so. After doing awesome. this, though, how can they top it, man? <laughs> I know. Seriously. Yeah, I, don't I hope they, they. I hope they broke up. They couldn't top this. They couldn't do anything better than this. <laughs> it's just where they just end the marriage. Yeah. Um, so we haven't talked a ton about the story. What or what are you? <laughs> what do you guys like about the story itself? Oh man, um, I would have to say I, I know it's through Jim Gordon's eyes mostly, um, but man, I I just love when he beats the crap. Out of flask. Out of flask, dude. Oh, so dude. Great. And then. And he doesn't. Like, yeah, it's cool because he didn't take shit. Like, you would think, you know, he would just go in and take it because he's the good guy. Yeah. And he's newer to the precinct yeah, and stuff. But no, nope, he, he just, like, yeah. I'm military background. I'm going to ambush this dude and just beats the shit out of him, dude. You know, so that's. There's there's three takeaways that I had after reading this mm-hmm. for first time in 20 plus years, maybe even 25 or something. When I used to read it, as a younger man, now I'm an old ass adult, <laughs> but when I read this as a younger man, many, many, many times, it was obviously just a Batman story to me. Right. And I really, really dug it. But when I read it again, a couple of nights ago, um, Gordon is so awesome. Yeah. I in love this. his character. Yeah. His character oh, yeah. is fucking amazing. This is yeah. so awesome. And, like, that was my number one takeaway. Well, mm-hmm. besides how uh, fantastic and truly amazing the art is, just how how much of a badass Jim Gordon is in mm-hmm. this. My other takeaway, uh, there was two negative takeaways I had, but the positive by far outweighs uh, the negatives. 
of course, the, the art is amazing. Jim Gordon is a total badass. The two negatives that I have um, reading it as an old ass man is that the Catwoman shit is dumb. I think hmm. I don't like that she's a hooker. Hmm. I don't like that at all. I didn't like anything about the Catwoman stuff in here. You wanted her to be a virgin for Bruce? No, <laughs> but I don't want her to be a, a dumb hooker either. And so I didn't like that. And and her costume's cool though. Her costume's really cool. And I didn't like. It makes total sense, but it's like I don't want to know how you make how you make the hamburger that I'm eating. I don't want to know what's in hot dogs. I just want to eat hot dogs. I didn't like the part where Batman is confronting the crime bosses. He's setting up his lights. He's setting up his smoke bombs to make himself look cool. Yeah. I didn't like that. Oh, I can see how you don't like it, but I actually <laughs> read it differently. To, to me, I read it as somebody who's naive and like not, you know, focusing on the wrong stuff yeah, to me like to I, me i read that as like a beginner yeah he's to, like taking the yeah. wrong angle of the way to intimidate them like i like appreciated the nuts and bolts of it but i was like i don't even know that batman sets up lights and uses smoke to like make his big entrance you know what i mean <laughs> but i mean but that being said i uh the main negative i have is i just didn't like the catwoman stuff huh. but um but my appreciation of this in general i think has gone up a lot which i didn't think would be possible yeah um i don't think i think that this has aged better than dark knight returns i i would say you're probably right yeah, yeah. i agree well dark knight returns i think was more bold and more experimental yes for sure well and, and political and yes yeah. for sure in its time and so that is why when you read that, it does definitely... It was feels, more uh, timely, yeah. whereas this is timeless. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. I Should we take just the moment to absorb that? Uh, please uh, fund my <laughs> Kickstarter more if you guys uh, appreciate my input. But, uh, but, but yeah, you... Um, well, it's been, like Spencer's brought up yeah, too, you know, like... It's just awesome that it's like Batman getting the crap kicked out of him. Like... You know, he's just learning and he's he's growing and, he, and you see him as a detective and as, you know, this, this guy that's just starting out and, like you said, he takes a couple bullets and, and he does mess up. He makes a wrong decision, right. you know, and, and learning from the mistakes, you know. This and, uh, really humanizes him mm -hmm. in a way that, like, because he is so inhuman, in the most part, I mean Tom King actually speaking. You know, uh, was that this episode that we talked about Tom King? <laughs> I think that was the last episode, Crap. or uh, the next one, depending on which way we were. Damn it! These. Sorry, I just broke the fourth wall. But uh, Tom King is good as a more modern version of humanizing Batman. Um, well, actually, Tom King's version was not that long after this takes place because. Like, if you read Tom King's, uh, or no, it was Scott Snyder. Oh, no, it's Scott Snyder stuff, where uh, it's still Lieutenant Gordon. He's got, like, the red mustache oh, and stuff. Is yeah, that right? Sorry, I, I got that mixed up. Yeah, this is Scott Snyder, uh, Greg Capullo stuff. It takes place, like, a year after this stuff. Really? Basically. Yeah. Jeez, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and Tom King's Batman tries to get married and gets ditched at the well, altar. Well, but he's more human. Like, basically, Batman, for, like, the last... <laughs> 
15 years has just been a colossal asshole that can take out anybody else in the DC universe because like he's just completely unbeatable yeah, right. he's an asshole yeah, he's a just point. a dick and like and so he like files on everybody in right yeah. League. yeah and so like this this is so it was so refreshing to go back to this and it still holds up so well yeah I agree um dude yeah what you said is totally right it, like what I liked about this is is it does make sense that he evolves into the person yes. that just knows what he's doing all the time right. and has all these files on everybody. But it's really cool to see that this is how that guy starts and he yeah. and he does make mistakes and he does fall short, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and uh back to Jim Gordon, you were talking about how you like Jim Gordon's character in this. Dude, one of my favorite parts that um I remember thinking it was kind of messed up when i was younger reading it but like where he shows he has an affair in this uh, yeah book. right and i love that they didn't make him flawless like the, the right. he he was battling worse people than him on the force yeah but that he wasn't without flaw it would have been too much right yeah exactly and i think a lot of times in fact if you go read that scott snyder stuff he is kind of flawless in this and it, it mm. is shortly after this time and he's just like this this hero that's cleaned up the forest that's going to save Gotham and, and he is a, that he is that in this a little bit but he's not perfect and I right. think this was so cool and and how he writes and how he talks about how he regrets getting his wife pregnant to live in yeah, Gotham City right right yeah because of how messed up it is and he he li- like actually regrets doing that because yeah. like what am I what was I thinking? yeah he doesn't want to raise right. his kid in in this yeah terrible place and and re- and reading it again as an old ass man, like I could relate to some of that shit because there's been many times where as a father and human being, I'm like, what, what terrible God awful world have I, have I damned my children to? I wasn't thinking this through clearly when I had a kid. Right. Exactly. Like I, why did I bring these precious children into this shit fucking world? that's just going to be on fire. Yeah in five years like what have i brought my children into so like i could relate (laughs) to jim gordon in a way that i've never that i couldn't as as a child um reading this when i was too young to read this but um yeah oh man it's it's just so good yeah i love that and he and he but he does the right thing at the end and he um he confronts his wife about it right yeah and Comes yeah, clean. comes clean and and that's what you want from commissioner gordon dude like you know you want him to always do the right thing at the end of the day you know but right. I, but i do like that he had this other like thing that just makes him so he's not flawless right yeah he's not absolved of of um you know uh problems you know like he he he's in a real world he he deals with his issues he falls even though he may be the stand up military policeman you know he battles his own demons and then makes a mistake and then right makes the wrong right right. he's trying to he's trying to do what's right right and and as again spence uh, totally like reading this as a little kid it always did kind of bug me oh man why did gordon have to do that but yeah reading this again as an old ass adult like i uh, i'm like um if he was just totally perfect, I wouldn't have, he just wouldn't have been as relatable. Right. And like, I've never been a, a big 
Gordon guy. He's always been an ancillary character to me. Yeah. But like again, reading this a couple nights ago, I'm just like, holy shit, this is this is just a Gordon book. Yeah. Essentially. Right. Yeah. It, it, there is some parallels. That's what I do like. Is it's like you have Batman learning to do his thing while Gordon is learning to do his thing yeah. at the same time. Uh, one thing that's interesting is um, Gordon came from. It says in here Gordon came from Chicago. I don't know if you picked that up. But it says oh, at one right, point yeah. he had just transferred from, from Chicago, and it's not too often in the DCU that they reference, you know, a real cities. cities yeah, yeah. So, but around this time they were, because you remember how they moved Shazam to San Francisco? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like oh, Roy, yeah. Roy Thomas should have never come to DC. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that one uh, creepy boss that's, uh, well, I guess the commissioner, he was the commissioner at the time, correct? Uh, that, so, that well, there was two. Yeah, you had the boss who was the, uh, what was his name? The something. The Falcon? No, the... Uh, Anyway, the boss was the the previous commissioner was. But when um, he's welcoming Gordon to the force, oh, thank you. Yes, he's welcoming Gordon to the force, but he's like, I know you did some bad stuff, but we're willing to give you a second chance. But they never tell like what that. Well, and also you're right. They never tell that, but also his perspective of what is bad is probably (laughs) very warped. Yes, because he thinks Jordan is mess. Er, Jordan, (laughs) (laughs) Commissioner Jordan. (laughs) He thinks Gordon is messed Spence, up. We said that we weren't going to drink as much this time. <laughs> Crap. So he thinks that Gordon is messed up because he's not backing his right. other police officers right. at all times. Right? right. So that could have been what happened at the last one. Maybe he caught some corruption or something. True. You know. Um, he's but, pulling a Captain America. He's he's not backing up what he's he's not backing up the party line. He's he's doing yeah. what he thinks is right. So uh, real quick, back to Bruce Wayne. So. The first issue, he's not in the Batman costume at all, right? Right. He first tries to go out just as like a crazy, like unhinged scar. Yeah, yeah. He puts a scar on him, and, and he learns his lesson, right? Like he he gets his ass handed to him, and yeah. like. Uh, but one of the things I love is like he comes home after getting shot actually and he comes home and the bat flies through the window. That's the yeah. scene. I love that it's actually a callback to the original like. You know, Bob Kane, Bill Finger uh, joint, right? right? Or which one do I say first? <laughs> Let's go for Finger. Let's finger Kane. Okay. Uh, finger oh, well. Kane. Okay. <laughs> I would just to defile his horrible corpse. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, Dude. so I don't know if you guys picked this out. So when he was learning, Have when I had he too much to drink. When he was learning mm-hmm. what he didn't need to go out, he needed to get something else to because he's like, I gotta scare people. We talked about this on another episode. Yes. It's like, yeah. it's funny that he just chose a bat. Like that was the scariest thing you <laughs> yeah. could think of. Like, why did he choose like a zombie or like something? Chainsaw man or whatever. I wish he would have become zombie man because yeah, that would be way scarier. The face you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I remember that episode. Yeah. So, um, but uh, what I love this there's there's this panel. He's like shot. And the bat crashes through the window, and this panel of him—he looks—he oh. looks insane. Yes. Yeah, and it, and he says the famous line where he's like, "I shall become a bat." Yeah, I, I love that line. It actually gives me the chills when I hear that line because it's just—I I just love how it was worded. And yes, uh, yes, but yeah, father, so he's talking to bat. his dad. So he has Ugh. daddy issues, right? Like so gross. And he's like, "Yes, father, I shall become a bat." And he's laying down in his house, bleeding. 
And and really, what would have well, happened if something else popped through right. his window? Well, in, in the page previous, <laughs> right. he was like, he had his hand around the bell, but yeah. he's like, I'm not, not going to ring this. It. I'm just yep. going to die. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was just going to bleed out. If I rang this, Alfred would come and say, I'm, yeah. who cares? I'm just going to die. It's over. Yeah. But well, then the, this bat. The cool thing too is the bat lands on the on the statue's head, like yeah. representing yeah. like his cowl. Yeah. You know, and um, Ooh, there's just a lot of like... The, Go ahead. No. Oh no, sorry. I was just gonna Symbolism. say, yeah, no, you're you're totally right that, about that. I hadn't noticed that, but you see the Ooh, statue Cal, yeah, from behind, dude. and it has the bat ears. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. But Good just job, him, Cal, like man. him staring at that, and he, he like he, smile on his. He's face. actually dying, but he seems drunk at the time. Yeah, like, yeah. Like because he's smiling so big, and he saw a bat sit on a head, and he's like. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yes, yeah. father, I'm going to come up. Like, what if yeah. a bear came in? Yeah, exactly. and he's like, what if he a bear man? Or just like bear a duck. Man. It's like a yeah. duck walked in right. and sat on there. He's like, yep, I shall become a duck. <laughs> yes, father, I shall become a duck. Yeah. yeah but well, no, like his smile on that is what gets me because he just looks yeah. like crazy. And yeah. that, he is a little bit crazy. It re- Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that panel actually reminds me a little bit of the one one of the last panels of Dark Knight Returns when the Joker is um, his neck's broken and Batman's. They're Dude, like, that's like issue two of four. Yeah, come I, on. I think man. you got it mixed up. He actually. <laughs> yeah, I got it backwards. Uh, yeah, he, like when you're talking about in the uh, Tunnel of Love. Yeah, or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. That is like the second one, I think. Because after that, that he, that's after that that he deals with all the weird Nazi the mutants. That's right, yeah, Superman. yeah. But I was thinking, like, come on, Kelly, I'm drunk, and it's uh, <laughs> like, even I know it's issue two or four. <laughs> but you know when, uh, but like the Joker's leaning and he's smiling, and it's oh, like yeah, in Batman, it's yeah, creepy. you know, it's, and, super creepy. Anyway, yeah. Um. So, uh, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the fact that this is a story of James being born and not Barbara? I th- oh, man. Okay, so here's the thing. I have a rant about that. Go ahead, <laughs> Kelly. Well, <clears throat> there's a story by uh, Francisco Francavilla. Um, he didn't write that story. No, no, he didn't write it. I don't remember who Snyder? wrote it. I swear it was Scott it's Snyder. It's Snyder and Frankie. Skeleton Frank- Key. The skeleton Key, yep. Yeah. And they explore more of uh, Jim Gordon's son, and he ends up spoiler alert uh being like this super yeah he's like a serial killer that's a cool story actually it's way cool yeah Yeah, it's way off it's It's so good what is do you know what it's called the skeleton skeleton key key. yeah yeah. right you just said that sorry uh (laughs) you're way too drunk um (laughs) shit oh it looks like i'm driving home god damn it i'm I'm gonna be daredevil i wanted to be a good boy (laughs) i wanted to be a good boy Um, mother I shall so, become. <laughs> I shall become a drink. <laughs> drunk. I shall become a drunk. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Sorry. See, Get back to it. Well, I'm just okay. So, Folks. does what I'm wondering is does Barbara Gordon not exist in this universe at all? No, I think she was born second. She's in right. Yeah. She's in the skeleton key. Yeah, she is. So she must have been yeah, born at second, younger. yeah, right. So I'm in support of this of the, and this is the other thing that's crazy. If you think about it, like because of the way that Jim Gordon uh, was at the time, his wife was pregnant, um, 
and where their son is born. Like, remember in the in that skeleton key, he dresses up as the Joker, and they're like, mm-hmm. for Halloween, they're like, dude, you can't do that. That's like, like to us in the real world, like that's fine. Joker is just a. It's like dressing up like Ted Bundy in the in the, ex- that world. Exactly, like Prince Harry, guy. like he, when he dressed up like Hitler. Right, Prince same Harry, idea. Yeah, our beloved it's Prince like, Harry that everybody loves. <laughs> really, really messed up, you know, and so. But you got to think. I mean, like, what kind of childhood did this kid have? Growing up where he was, and um, I don't know. So I, anyway, I, I I'm fine. I like to think uh, yeah. though that Jim Gordon he turned around at this point, like at the when his babies weren't almost died. That is a freaking awesome scene, dude. Where the baby gets chucked off mm-hmm. of the bridge, or it's a yeah, bridge, right? that yeah. yes. And and uh, Bruce Wayne comes and saves it was him. awesome as a kid, but then again, as as a as a father, as a grown yeah. ass old man, and so maybe like that like, was. That really hit me a couple nights ago. That I was like, "Holy crap!" Maybe yeah. that subconsciously affected. Could uh, be, yeah. That could be know, where son. Snyder. Uh, I think it's Snyder got the story is probably from this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because that's the thing is that like, did you ever see him until Skeleton Key? Like, I didn't even know. I didn't even dawn on me that he had another kid. That well, see, re- again, th- this was what my rant was going to be. I'll make it quick. I've loved comics. I'm 43. I've loved comics for, I guess, 38 years at this point. I love them so much. I, they're just, they've made my life what it is, and I and I love them so much. Whenever I read a Wikipedia about <laughs> anything, any, anything comic related, anything comic related, it makes yeah. me question no, you're right. yeah. every single decision I've ever made in my <laughs> yeah, life, you're right. and so. A couple of nights ago, when I was reading about this this kid, this Gordon boy, I was like, "What am I doing? What have I done with my life?" Whenever I read any Wikipedia about any character, I'm just like, "This is the most re- stupid thing I've ever done." Yeah. Why have I wasted so many thousands of dollars? It's <laughs> like this and is time and, uh, right, and, and, yeah. and decades of my life. In this dumb bullshit <laughs> but like so so yeah i read about this little boy but what is interesting about it is why would he name his daughter after his ex-wife barbara so hold up is it his ex-wife no i thought because they got divorced cur- when i thought they got divorced right not the end this? of this shit no. no where's my book no dude she sticks no. it through dude, yeah she they, hate, it they stay together Really? Yes. Shit. All right. I'm I could because I sorry. swear I at the end of the bed when she's pregnant on the bed. No. So what happens is his oh, affair. Oh, he's talking about Sarah. Yeah, Sarah is in New York. She right. moves away. Yeah. Barbara's oh, not yeah, crazy about a... the marriage counselor, but we're making progress. Yeah. Right. See? Yeah. No. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, but but you bring up an interesting point. You know, they say actually that a sign of uh, narcissistic personality disorder is naming your kid after yourself. Oh. And both of their kids were named after Barbara themselves. and Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Well, Barbara and James. Oh, James. James sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they were both I'm named Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So they must have just been some like big time narcissistic parents to name both their kids. 
after themselves. Listeners, too. I apologize. I, <laughs> it's a, this is what a little too much. <laughs> Even if I wasn't drunk, I probably still would have made that same point, though. That's the, yeah. that's the problem. I just misread yeah, that just last that page. Point. Yeah, well, that's, Sorry, what, that's why we have three of us, dude, because then, right. like, if there's only two people, it makes it so, like, we just agree we can with each other. You can both cancel do, your yeah. Patreon money and your Kickstarter. It's well, fine. Just I, suspend it for I a little while. I won't come until back. Until he proves himself. Um, so long, everybody. So uh, I really good life. Um, <laughs> good life. <laughs> good life. That's, that's a callback, that's dude. That's a callback to oh, our call to last week. Yeah. It's a precursor. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, one thing I thought was interesting about this was that um, Barbara Gordon seems to be like the older Barbara Gordon, the mom. Mm-hmm. She seems to be uh, maybe the victim of this whole uh, story. She's um, a pretty cool chick, man. Yeah, she She's stuck it out. She, she she made it work, but like God she she was the only like one that was like kind of flawless in this thing, and yeah. she just took just a, this huge hit. Like her husband's never around. He gets called out in the middle of the night. Other times he pretends to be called out in the middle of the night to go yeah. hook it up with Sarah. Um, her her son becomes a serial now, killer. Were they just making <laughs> yeah. out though? Did they ever go past that? Uh, it didn't show that. No, yeah, it just showed them kissing. So, so maybe you know it was an indiscretion, yeah. which would be tough to come over. Right. But oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was the wrong uh, phrase. Sorry, folks. <laughs> oh boy! God damn it! Shit! <laughs> Dude. <laughs> This is so awesome, dude. That we just, need to just call this the like Ryan After Hours podcast. Shit, that just turned turned into a total like cuckold bullshit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, any final thoughts? Uh, <laughs> it's great. Um, you can pick it up any copy for oh, pretty cheap. Go hold ahead. up. Yeah. Another cool part, dude. Um, how they took down Flass was really cool, right? Because Flass is this... Um, that's, that's always been so good. I've always yeah, loved that, even so as good. a little kid. Dude, so Flass was just this like really big douchebag on Green the force. Green Yeah. And uh, and Gordon came in, and Flass was just like an asshole. In fact, Flass had his boys beat up Gordon, right? Yeah. Well, um, Batman... To make him get in line. Yeah. Teach him a lesson. And so Batman knows about the corruption. Everybody, it's corrupted from the top down. The only one not corrupted is basically Jim Gordon. Um, and, and he knows that Flass has been dealing uh, with, with his drug dealer. Right. right. He's been taking money on And what's side. cool about that is um, Batman was the one that helped kick this thing off, but he went and found this drug dealer who was black. I'm sorry, Frank Miller's a little bit racist. I'm just saying. He is. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, something that you guys may not have noticed. I'm going to find that. So uh, anyway, he finds this drug dealer and he like beats the Skeever. Shit. Yeah, Skeever. And he beats the shit out of him. Basically forces him to sell out Flass. Because Flass was sold out, um, basically Loeb was out because Loeb was in cahoots with Flass and he was like right. really good friends with him. Mm-hmm. And so what was cool is I didn't realize this. I and I've never thought about this but but Batman kind of was responsible for Gordon becoming commissioner because he right. set this whole thing in motion. Uh-huh. So as a uh, awesome. something that I enjoyed as a child and something that I enjoy even more now is watching is, him is when Skeever snort is snorting up coke. Look in the background. 
What do you see there? That is a Conan. Frank Frazetta Conan statue. Life-size statue. Oh my gosh. Dude. Of a poster that I have. Uh, one of my favorite Oh wow, Frazetta, dude. Uh, dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, Conan I didn't either. So I just pointed that out. Wow, uh, something dude, that's that, awesome. Something that I have, something that I've enjoyed since I was a child and enjoy now, currently. So you're all about the skiver, dude. Oh, skiver's the best. Dude. Dude, he's got good taste. Yeah, he does. That's yeah, really man. funny. Dude, yeah, I had no yeah, that. dude. That's total Frazetta. Dude, that's that, great I stuff. Mean, it makes sense, man. Dude, Maza Kelly, we need to bring him back into oh, comics, man. He is the absolute. Yeah. We best. should write him. Uh, does anybody want to help us with a uh, petition to get him back? Yeah, dude, Kelly has two of his least favorite reprints, so maybe you should. You well, should to be honest, guys, let's divert your money from the Kickstarter for I, to get me back on the program. Let's divert it to get Maza Kelly back drawing some Batman shit. Yeah, dude. Dudes. Um, what one thing that's interesting. Is you know they came out with the Batman animated series the yes. year one, um, that cover which is freaking awesome. It's a big circle with the yellow. One. Yeah, yeah, that's actually like Straight I didn't realize up. that, but it is in this the like, very back. The very so last it's reprinted page. in the trade, but where it was originally printed uh-huh. was the cover. It was an ad, right? The co- it was it? A, no, it was a cover of Amazing Heroes. Uh, There's a a fanzine called Amazing oh. Heroes, and they got him to do the cover for it, and it's the one where he's jumping in front of the bat signal. It's freaking amazing. My my uh, five year old Henry, uh, when I was reading this the other day, he saw Bent that the front cover. Well, no, thank God, I would have. Well, <laughs> let's not talk about that. But he, I, I showed him this because uh, he he just asked me what I was reading. I flipped through it and showed him some of the cooler stuff, and he was like, "Batman, why why does he?" I don't remember what he said, but basically he said, why does he look like that? He looks really weird, but just because he didn't understand the composition of the, of the illustration. But, um, Oh dude, it's just, yeah, it is unreal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I, I didn't remember this image when the, when the animated movie came out, I thought that it was like, must've been an original drawing. Yeah. Because because I it was did. never a cover, that, yeah. yeah. It was never a cover of the Batman series, and it was never a cover of one of the reprints. But like I said, it was on that Amazing Heroes cover, and then it was reprinted in the in the. What is Amazing reprints. Heroes? Just a fanzine? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like the the Comics Journal and Amazing Heroes were kind right. of at the same time. Um, but yeah, it's just a fanzine where they would like interview creators and stuff. Okay. Uh, and I think David Mazzucchelli was actually interviewed in that one, okay. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful freaking image. Dude, the guy is freaking awesome. Like, dude, it, it makes sense that he went on to teach because he is so good at that. But, yeah, I want to be... But honestly, like... Okay, I have a question for you. Come on. How many times does Mickey Mouse appear in this hmm. book? There's a Mickey Mouse 52. phone. 52. <laughs> what? Yeah, 52 <laughs> times. Um, so I've only found Mickey Mouse twice. But he does appear twice. Is, he twice? is it the same one? Is it the phone both times? Nope, it is not. Really? Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh, there's Whoop. a lapel pin on uh, Loeb during the dinner. Oh. And then there's the Mickey Mouse Actually, phone. isn't the phone in? Dude, uh, Peanuts is in Loeb's office, too. Is he really? Yeah. No. Like Charlie Brown. Oh, and that's Lucy right. And yes. yes. in his office. Dude, Loeb seems like a really likable guy. And, <laughs> you know, legit. he really is. I'm kind of on his side, I think. Actually, it does come across that way because he's just like a guy's guy, right? Like, right. he's all about his boys, basically. 
But yeah, in his office, he has like a peanuts calendar, maybe or something. Um, not... Penis calendar. <laughs> Kelly's daughters, if you're still listening. Uh, um... Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, kids. But like for reals, like, and I hate to go back to this, but where is that? Page? As a boy, I liked this art. I thought it was cool. I thought it was distinctive. But coming back to it as an old ass adult like I am, this is one of like the most amazing pieces of art it really is i've yeah. ever seen yep dude the dude Masakili, yeah i i can't believe how beautiful this is next we want to go um so like um i've read parts of um the daredevil born again but now i think i'm gonna go read it dude because i'm gonna yeah, buy it i've dude, never read these guys yeah it straight up um, actually, I want to get back. One thing, I know we need to end this because we're just droning on and nobody's listening anymore. But uh, for you guys, mm-hmm. we, we need to talk more about the Catwoman stuff. Ryan shit on that stuff yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, let's, dude, let's honestly, I didn't... I, I remember hating this as a kid, actually, because she was like... She had her head shaved and stuff. And yeah. it didn't jive with what my image, my masturbatory image of women <laughs> was back in the day. Oof. And But... She seems still like she could turn into the Catwoman that you know. No, like, she's a total yeah. badass. I just don't like the fact that I don't know, man. The fact that Frank, again, let's be frank. Frank <laughs> hates women. He's a misogynist, and so like the fact he created that he, Electra, one of the most powerful. All right, women good point. All right, all right, <laughs> fair enough. Good point. Yeah, but uh, anyway. But about this Catwoman. All right, take it all back. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, I just no, don't like the fact that he made her a hooker. Uh, it just... What, it's what if she he, wants her? He Dude. could have taken her completely out of this book, and I think it would have yeah, been... Yeah, Spencer's right. What if she wants to hook? Yeah, what do you have against women that choose that Sex lifestyle? Sex workers? All right, yeah. listen. I got nothing <laughs> I got nothing against sex workers. Yes. God bless you all. Would you rather her be a secretary to some like guy? Yeah, that... yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom, right. right there. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, like, and then like all of a sudden she's pushed out of a window and God cats lick her to it. life, and she's stuck in a refrigerator, and somebody has to get her out and save her. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm she totally wants to be pulling a Cali on this, and like you guys are burying me on this. Um, Your logic thing. is inescapable, and I can't refute it. But like. I don't know, man. It just didn't... I didn't like it when I read it this time. So, uh, she has this friend. Is it Holly? Holly. Yeah. Dude. Selena. Oh, I hate that. Okay. Yeah, that... The way she talks is weird. You're yeah, right. Yeah, always, what were you going to say, Kelly? The wedding it. stuff that... Yeah. Yes. She was in that. Yeah. I didn't know who it was. I had, think I had to ask you. I'm like, who is this chick that's hanging out with uh, with her... I haven't gone wedding? that far in the Tom King oh, shit yeah. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they bring yeah. her back, dude. She's like... Really? She's yeah. like the best man or the bridesmaid. Bridesmaid. Maid of honor. Holly? Maid of, yeah. Yeah. She's supposed to be like the maid of honor, which it, I thought that was actually cool that they brought her back. I didn't know who it was, but then I had to ask Callie, and he's like, I but think then it's she, that chick. But then she, she uh, co- like, job, convinces Kelly. Catwoman to not marry Batman. So it's be- her fault. It's yeah. all Holly's fault. Well, Holy actually, shit. it's all Bane's fault, but Holly was one of his pawns. Yeah. It's stupid. But it's cool that they brought her back, though. <laughs> like, I did like that part of it. Yeah, it is. Part. Yeah. My um, and I, I did like that it's like... Um, I like that Catwoman, like it really does feel like she was making the chase to choice to be a sex worker because the thing is, is there was a time where she's just like, 
we're done with this. And then and then she makes the choice to just do something else. Right. So it didn't feel like there was a pimp that was like over her making her do this stuff. She just well, was doing doesn't it. Doesn't she do it to like protect other women or something? Is I, That's what I got out of it. Is that so what she has sex with men to protect other women? No. That she's in that position and, and, and hanging out in that crowd to protect women from their pimps. But she's like a dominatrix. I'm almost positive. That's <laughs> like, like at nine years old, is that too young to read about right, dominatrixes? Yeah. Because I remember well, that shit where this guy, like the very first time you see Selena, this whimpering guy is in the background. It's like, oh, yeah. call me a maggot again. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like stomping Whoa, on his dude, testicles and whatever. So the, but like, no, that part wasn't in the book. Oh, I just want to that just clear. That, that, just that was just in your mind, yeah. All right. But he but, was, no, but no, I remember reading that at nine years old. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, really? See, dude, I don't even think I was that smart. I probably just read it and was just like, oh, well, she wants him to come back over to him. <laughs> so this guy really likes... Yeah, exactly. She well, should take control. Well, yeah, he just like doesn't want her to be by the window, and that's. Uh, <laughs> you see a whimpering yeah. man that's oh, like. No, it's it. from the. You don't see the actual guy. You just see his no, word balloons. John Centris. John yeah. But uh, <laughs> sorry, oh John. God damn it! Um, I need to stop. Ryan, dude, I apologize. Yeah, I'm gonna Every, your mic. Listen. <laughs> Every single person that's, that's listening to this right now. I apologize. I had the best of intentions. Everybody they turned off our listening. show like 10, 15, 20 minutes ago, oh, dude. Shit, Everybody sorry. that's listening, I'm I so love sorry. you guys. You're the best. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And with all that, uh, follow, find us on Instagram. <laughs> this is why my, at, uh, my cold podcast, storage podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Find us, email us at thecoldstoragepodcast oh, at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on anywhere you listen to your podcast. I'll Good never night. Come back. I'm sorry. No, you, you're always welcome back. And and I just want to state for the record, we would we would be okay with a four star review. Yeah, we would be. Yeah. Because I mean, we're good. not we're not per- like four is good, right? <laughs> right. Okay. Good life. <laughs> Dude, that's it. <laughs>